Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, podcast listeners. Welcome to the A World of Difference podcast. We have so many guests on this show making a difference in our lives, making a difference all around the world with the expertise that they bring. And yet so many of you are reaching out to me saying, you want more. It's not enough, just what we're putting on these podcast episodes for you. And so I am here to v- extend a very warm welcome to you to our Difference Maker community where you can join for as little as $5 a month to get all this extra content out the gate. You're going to get 30 plus minisodes of exclusive content not available for the regular podcast listeners and an exclusive minisode every month. And you'll get exclusive voting power to help us pick podcast topics and more. And that's with our changers tier. There's three different main tiers and then an extra uh, larger tier. But whatever tier that you join at, you will be included in this extra content. And I know that many of you are wanting to go a little bit deeper. And so even though it gets a little wild in there sometimes because of how deep we go, I want you to join us there. This extra content is very special. It means a great deal to me to be a part of this community with you. And I would love to just exchange uh, ideas or perspectives that you have around these different episodes. And that's the place where we do it. So please show up to our Difference Maker community. Give us $5 out of your pocket every month. And I think that you'll have a lot of fun in there because we do. And I would love for you to join us. So go to patreon.com slash a world of difference to join us there. Welcome to the A World of Difference podcast. I'm Lori Adams-Brown, and this is a podcast for those who are different and want to make a difference. Our guest today to start our wellness series is Rebecca Jackson. Rebecca is a certified independent health coach that lives in Silicon Valley, and she's also a business coach to other health coaches. She lost over 25 pounds in her health journey and has gained changes in her overall mindset and learning how to live long-term optimal health and habits. From someone who used to believe that running off the food would make a difference to learning to fuel her body, mind, and spirit, she's learned that the journey to health is just that. It's a journey. Rebecca has coached over 100 people in the last year in their own health journey and as they have pursued optimal health, one healthy habit at a time, and she leads a team of seven coaches in their businesses to care for others and support them in their journey. Rebecca is also a licensed certified occupational therapist, and she loves to incorporate this into her health coaching in order to support others in reaching and achieving their goals that they never thought possible and enjoying the habits and hobbies that bring them joy. She's also a wife of almost 19 years to Archie. She's a mother to an energetic nine-year-old and 
and she loves to run and try new recipes. Today, she's going to share with us all about her own wellness journey, what it means to be a wellness coach and OT and to bring all those things together just in time for Mother's Day. So welcome to the show today, Rebecca Jackson. Hello, Rebecca. A very warm welcome to the World of Difference podcast today. Hi, thank you. Yes, it's so fun to have you on the show, and I'm super excited for our audience around the world to get to know you and to get to know the work that you do and hear more about what you do and how it can help us in the area of wellness as we're starting this wellness series. So my first question to you before we kind of get into your journey and like your work that you do is, in your words, like what does wellness mean to you? Yeah. Um, well, first, thank you. This is so exciting. I've never, this is not an experience I've had before. So it's really fun <laughs> to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, it, I don't know, first and foremost, that I have like one set way that I would describe wellness because I feel like this sounds a little trite, but honestly, I feel like every year I'm discovering a little bit more and more about what that means for me. Um, and hopefully in a good way, <laughs> but as I, as I get older, I'm discovering things that I would really like to continue to work on and achieve. But I think what I would say is, um, for me, healthy and wellness and all of that kind of wraps up into such a big thing of mindset, um, having a healthy body, mind and spirit kind of wraps up in one to look at kind of the long-term what does my, you know, mindset look like for that long-term wellness? Um, and it's so hard to just like pinpoint one way to say that, but, um, but truly, you know, kind of thinking through my whole body. And I think, you know, the, the experiences that I've had over my life, like really looking at my whole body as being well, not just my physical body or not just looking, looking good or whatever, but really kind of tying all of those things together. So. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that all of those are tied together. Having lived in Asia for so long, it's more of an Eastern idea that those really are together. And sometimes in the West, we've liked to separate those. So I do want to hear a little bit about your own wellness journey. But I guess first, I just want to unpack that a little bit more. Like, how would you describe how wellness does affect us physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and how it kind of all ties together? Yeah, um, I think that so sorry, say that your question one more time. Yeah, just how does the physical, emotional, and spiritual all kind of tie together when it comes to wellness? Yeah, I think that um, there are certain things that you can do in each of those areas. And when I, I know for me, I'll, I'll relate it in more of an experience versus like a, a definition. But like when I um, do not take care of one area of my life, everything else feels very, very off balance. Um, and so I'm, I'm a runner, I've run for years and years and years. When there's seasons where I can't go out and run, it's not just a like guilt of like, oh no, I didn't burn calories. It is, a, it is an off kilter feeling of my body doesn't feel right because it doesn't allow my mental capacity to uh, function properly. My mental health, my stress, all of my emotions. Um, I don't have an outlet for those things. Um, which then affects my sleep. And then it affects, um, you know, then it does affect my body because I, you know, maybe 
fluctuate on the scale or feel just different in my body. I feel achy because I'm not getting the exercise that I need. And so I think all of those, like for me, I really think of it as like an e like a scale, literally. I think all of those kind of weigh onto my scale. And when those are in balance, I feel well. Um, and I can really tell when there's something that is off kilter that doesn't allow those three things to have equal balance. Um, and so, I mean, obviously, you know, there's habits that contribute to that, but it's, it's so much of, you know, it's not just running was an example because that's what's personal to me, but I think that those kind of go into in hand in hand um, for, you know, taking care of my, my mental health of my spiritual walk and I'm having a faith life and, um, you know, even a little bit of, I don't know that I necessarily specifically meditate, but having some quiet time that is intentional um, because my brain is an anxious brain. It likes to think a lot. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, so having some intentional quiet of, of my mind and, um, you know, things like that. Um, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I think we can all relate to different parts of that, whether we're runners or not. Um, just the, you know, getting outdoors and getting fresh air for some people, yeah. um, whatever version of exercise you do, if you haven't been able to do that. And I know in the pandemic that really did get yeah. crazy for a lot of people who are used to the gym and that type of thing and had to figure out something else with little toddlers at home and that kind of thing is quite challenging for a lot of people. Yeah. But I, I do want to kind of ask a little more and get your um, story a little bit about just um, your own personal wellness journey and where you've come from, because as people, as professionals, as human beings, mm -hmm. as leaders of any kind, um, it's always important to know people's story because that's often mm -hmm. what gives us the passion for what we do. And so yeah. tell us a little bit uh, about your own wellness journey and, and what that looked like for you. Yeah. Um, you know, like I mentioned, I was a runner for years, but I did not um, always have the same mindset that I have about running. Um, I think I, um, I kind of have struggled with my weight a little bit in terms of, I was never say I was obese, but just overweight, um, off and on for most of my adult life. And, um, it was interesting because I would have you, if you look back at pictures, there's sometimes where I look very thin and there's sometimes where I would look very overweight. And so, um, I would constantly yo-yo try to find something. Um, but I never could really achieve the goal that I really wanted to, um, and, and not just by losing weight, it was really about like having a confident self, um, having, um, a mindset that was healthy and not focused only on a diet, so to speak. Um, so I tried many different programs over the years, lost weight. Uh, and to be fair, I would typically only lose a few pounds, gain it back as soon as you stop doing the thing. Um, and, uh, and actually I, I was kind of just relegated to like, forget it. I, this is, this is who I am. I will just be overweight for the rest of my life, especially after having a kid, he was a 10 pound baby. So I carried a lot of extra weight with that. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, okay, this is, this is it. Um, I'll just, you know, try to do the best I can. Uh, my husband was actually the one who decided like, I'm tired of, uh, of us being overweight, um, so more so for himself. Um, but so he reached out to a friend who we had and was doing a program that um, uh, it was, coach, you know, a health coach. We had a close relationship with this person in the past who she was a fellow um, church planter's, uh, you know, pastor's wife. 
and uh, she was health coaching and we saw um, her story and her transformation and saw her talking about all the other people that she had helped and it just looked so intriguing. So he reached out and talked with her and he really related to the program of the kind of concept of habit installation, not just, not a diet. Um, and so he kind of talked to me about it. And at first I was like, no way, I'm not doing another thing. I can't do this. And so, but you know, as you do when you're married, um, first and foremost, when you both live in the house, it's really hard for one person to do something and the other to not do Yeah, this. it is. <laughs> so, and me being the cook in the family, um, <laughs> right. like, well, fine, I guess I'm doing this. Um, so I went in very, very begrudgingly, not even fully understanding what I was getting myself into. And I, um, I joke because my coach, who I still connect with on a weekly basis, um, which is a, an amazing part of this program, but um, uh, she she jokes to this day that I was her most skeptical client. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, she's like, it's just kind of a, a lesson learned of like people who can be like skeptical. I, you know, she learned a lesson about her own self. Um, so anyway, I was her most skeptical client. Started this journey because really my husband wanted to. And, um, about, I remember losing, you know, about five to seven pounds, which is about how much I could always lose on a, on a plan. And I was like, I told her, I'm like, okay, now you're going to have to prove it to me basically. Yeah. Um, so, and I remember this phrase, my clients all the time. Um, I, I remember this phrase that she said, uh, I'm going to hold on to your hope. Cause I know that you don't necessarily have any right now. And I'm just going to hold on to it for you. Um, and then we can kind of like go back to it. And I talk to clients about that all the time because uh, I think we're always afraid to fail. Right. So, um, so I did, I let her hold on to my hope for a little bit longer and, um, and ended up losing 28 pounds in the process well beyond I ever thought I could. And, and I remember that day kind of reaching that weight and thinking, I cannot believe this actually worked. And so, and I just remember that feeling of feeling so stuck, so up and down constantly and never feeling successful um, that when the opportunity kind of presented itself, we had some friends who were like, okay, you guys look amazing. What did you do? And my coach kind of at that point said like, hey, you, one of the next steps of this journey, you know, I know that you believe in this, you had the hope why don't you coach them? And I was like, first, of course, was like, oh, uh, wait a minute. I just lost a little weight. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> so, um, the beauty of it is like, you, 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 I still have a coach. I work with my coach and she, you know, you get trained. And the, the awesome thing is like, I don't, I'm not an expert. Yes. I I'm coaching and I have a lot of years of experience now in doing that. So as almost anything experience leads to, um, you know, knowledge, but, um, the cool thing is like, I am literally just a traveler in the journey with them. Um, I get to walk that journey and, uh, I, and I tell them I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. We will talk to your doctor if there's things about that, but, um, I'm just, I'm a cheerleader in this with you and I get to hold your hand and support you and hold on to that hope when you think you're going to fail. Um, so I took the leap and, um, and I, like I said, I really jumped in because I was so ecstatic about having found something that worked. And I knew, knew, knew that there was so many other people who had that same feeling of just being stuck forever and, uh, knew that I could help. And, and so that's where it kind of birthed and here I am a year and a half later and, um, and I love it. So yeah, super passionate about it and being able to help people walk that journey. 
Yeah, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to help people and like the whole the whole parts of themselves, like we mentioned earlier, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, it's such a mindset, yeah. right? And so I know that you, you dig a lot into just like habits and things like that. So unpack that a little bit for us. Like, yeah. what does it look like to change your habits and how that you know plays into all of it? Yeah. And you're so right. I, I mean, I kind of talked about my, the, the journey of, of the weight loss part of that. Right. But there, there was so much more. Um, I always kind of joke about how I lost 28 pounds and I gained so much in the process. And my husband, I remember, um, probably a couple of weeks into actually coaching too, because a lot of the mindset shifts that I've had have been since coaching also. Um, but, uh, I remember a couple of weeks in, you know, I kind of met this goal I'm working on, you know, this long-term health, have all these new habits in place. And I remember my husband telling me like, I love, like you have like come fully alive again. And I was like, I didn't know that I wasn't, but like, <laughs> But you think back about it. And I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't fully alive. I wasn't living in, in the fullness of the mindset shifts of, I was just surviving. Really. I wasn't confident in who I was. I wasn't, um, I, I was just kind of doing the do every single day. I wasn't really paying attention to the habits of, of instilling, you know, uh, I was running to run because I thought maybe it would help me keep some weight off. I wasn't running to for mental health. I wasn't intentionally focusing my morning routine around having quiet time and devoted to um, time with my husband in the morning or, or things like that. Um, and I was literally, uh, I, I always describe myself as an introvert and I am an introvert, but I was truly, truly hiding uh, behind that identity. And in the opportunity of being able to like, just uh, work on these habits and realize that, oh yeah, I actually do have dreams. And so like, I do have goals. So as I slowly started lifting back the shells and the, the, you know, the layers to some of the things that I had been hiding under, there was the confidence that I found. And that was, you know, instilled by some of those habits. And then there was the, the glow in my eyes because I realized like, I have so much to offer the world. Um, and then I, there was another layer of, you know, um, by di putting disciplines in place in one area of your life, it naturally falls into other areas of your life. That's just sometimes how it works. And then realizing that like, oh, I actually am good at this, or I am good at this. Um, and so there was such a mindset shift of being, I think the biggest one to kind of go into that was, I think I, and I, I still do. I'm a very anxious person. I was living my life in fear, fear of failing, fear of the unknown, fear of, uh, you know, what if I come out of my shell and I make a mistake, um, all of those things. And as I started to like gain a little confidence of, you know, I think of course it started with the weight, but, um, then you start to realize, well, I could do that. Then I could do this too, or I could, I could run that 15 mile run, or I could do this other thing. And so I started to have the mindset shift and, um, and working with my coach, um, you know, in a community of people who are cheering me on. That's one of the, you know, kind of amazing parts about the program is that it uses those elements to work on habits and to really help support the fact that like, uh, pushing you past that fear just a little tiny bit each day. So, yeah. 
So beautiful. So beautiful to see how it was more than just weight loss. Um, because, mm -hmm. you know, like that would have been a huge enough, it feels like in some ways, but like you got so much more. I love the whole you lost a certain amount, but then you gained so much more. It's such a beautiful example of what can happen when we do really do change how we look at ourselves and just showing ourselves kindness, you know, in, in all those yeah. ways. I know that Absolutely. also you, another area of wellness that you're involved in is that you're um, an occupational therapist here and you work with kids on the spectrum and uh, families mm -hmm. that are really struggling with issues of wellness that are very unique. We're here finishing Autism Awareness Month. And so a lot of people yeah. learned a lot, you know, maybe this past month, but um, I would love your perspective on um, how occupational therapy for you is an area where you can help families around this area of wellness. And what are some of the unique aspects of that for them that you see? Yeah. Oh, such a good question. Um, you know, occupational therapy is so, so many people are like, wait a minute. First, let me explain very briefly. It does not mean helping people find jobs because <laughs> I think that a lot of people think that. Um, but really, truly finding the occupations that are meaningful to everyone. Um, and so it's such a great opportunity because, you know, for every person, that occupation is so different. So for kids, a lot of times it's play, right? How to, how to play. We don't, you know, that's... Um, some kids, it does not come naturally too. Um, or they may, we may work on feeding or things like that, but I love the aspect of, um, kind of the holistic approach of occupational therapy, where it really truly does take into account. And I think I love, uh, even as a health coach, my background as an OT really comes into play because it really kind of encompasses the, the, again, that phrase of mind, body, and spirit. And, um, and we look at the whole person and what are they potentially not able to do and how can we get them back to doing that thing? Um, is there something that's impacting that? And so, um, you know, for instance, with uh, a lot of the families that I work with, uh, there, there's a lot of challenges that they may face, not always, some don't necessarily think it's a challenge, and, um, but there's a lot of challenges that they may face that are different or maybe they have siblings or maybe they're trying to navigate the school system or um, you know even the healthcare system and all of that and it's so important for me to help support um, making sure that families have that family unit component that is really uh, sometimes missing in the midst of navigating all of those barriers that they kind of come up against and making sure that they're also taking care of themselves because as we all know we can only um, help others when we first fill our own cup. Uh, and so it's really, really hard to pour water out of an empty cup. And so, um, so making sure that they are um, given resources and just um, navigating how to best take care of themselves. So we kind of, sometimes I will talk about uh, mindfulness and, and um, you know, kind of incorporating some of that, you know, my work is more in in that field, it's more healthcare. So I am a believer, I am a Christian. So, you know, there's only so much I can do on that part as being in healthcare, but, um, you know, just really, truly uh, taking care of your spirit and taking care of your, your soul as a family unit is, um, is truly important. Yes, absolutely. I have known many parents of special needs children throughout the years, and it can be a real unique journey in terms of taking care of yourself, caregivers, have a really hard time often um, 
considering their own wellness because you're so focused on the wellness of someone else. I love that you bring that into your work mm -hmm. and that you have parts of your professional um, offerings that you could offer, you know, to, to parents in a different way from the, the coaching that yeah. you do as well, which is a very unique um, position to be in. Um, yeah. Well, and I was going to say, I think also I really, even in health coaching, I truly encompass that as well because um, taking care of your own health is not something that a lot of people prioritize, especially in, you know, we've lived through the pandemic. Yeah. Um, we, I have a lot of clients who take care of elderly parents or have a lot of family in their home, or they have very young kids who now they've found themselves without childcare or whatever the case may be, or even a lot of um, families who've gone through a divorce and so single parents and, you know, things like that. And, and it's amazing how many people have felt like they don't deserve to take care of themselves in the midst of it. And so yeah. really working on identifying uh, you are worth taking care of and you have to take care of yourself in order to support anybody else. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's amazing, amazing, amazing hearing people have that transformation and that mindset shift. Like, you know, that wasn't specifically one of mine, but a lot of my clients have that mindset shift of, I deserve to take care of myself. And it's, yeah. um, it's amazing. It's really awesome. It is. It's a message a lot of people miss. I think moms sometimes too are about to come up on Mother's Day. And so yeah. uh, moms are often, you know, statistically neglecting themselves, not doing their mammograms, but getting everybody else's, you know, doctor's appointments and thinking of themselves last is pretty much it's kind of a cultural expectation we put on moms, which is very unfair. And a lot of moms myself included have struggled with that at times. Um, and so it is a good reminder to show kindness to yourself. And um, yeah, and I'm, I'm really glad that you are giving people that message. It's such a such a huge need. Mm -hmm. um, I, one question I have here, I have a couple more questions for us, but sure. one is, um, what is a challenge, a wellness challenge that you would like to give to our listeners around the world? Maybe it was a challenge somebody gave to you or one that you often give to your clients. What's something you could leave with our listeners? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think that, ooh, I could come up with a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could. Um, yeah, I think one of the things that uh, I coach in is habits. I know we talked about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the, um, the tendency a lot of times, if you decide to take time for yourself or um, work on your own health journey in any way, the tendency can be to do everything all at once, right? Like I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to start meal planning. I'm going to, you know, lose weight, all the things. And I think my, my one tip would be, um, uh, let like find one thing that you'd like to fo first focus on and prioritize that and work on building that habit. Um, and you know, the statistics are out there 30 to 60 days to build a habit. So, right. um, so maybe that is, I'm going to start drinking 64 ounces of water a day. We know water is really necessary for us. Um, so it's simple. And when you succeed in that, um, then start working on another one. So whether that's, I'm going to get out and play with my kids uh, three times a week, or I'm going to drink 64 ounces of water, or, or I'm going to plan one family meal um, together and we're going to all cook together and make that a healthy meal and you know whatever it doesn't have to be um, the most dramatic thing but I think that you can take steps towards health in whatever is meaningful for you and um, and then when you start to kind of pull that in it becomes 
like you become unconsciously competent in that, right? And so then you can have space to say, okay, I got this. I got my water down. Now I'm going to start on this. Um, and so I think my big takeaway is like identify what is the most meaningful for you right now and maybe start small right there with that one habit. Mm, that's really good. I love that. Um, it's hard to do too many things at once, but having one thing and one takeaway is uh, really important. Well, um, there might be some people out there listening, some moms or people who want to give a Mother's Day present to their mom or their spouse. Um, and so how can people find you if they want to reach out to you for a wellness coaching? Yeah, um, there is a promotion for um $100 off for the first month of health coaching from the company that I coach for right now. Um, so if they, it's through May 9th, so it's a great Mother's Day gift. Um, so if people are interested, we can include or not. Um, but if they want to reach out to me, um, they can, I am on all the social medias. Well, actually not all the social medias, but uh, Facebook, um, I'm Rebecca Jackson and Instagram, Rebecca Jackson, 83. Um, find me there. Yeah, we'll link all that in the show notes for people and and um hopefully they can reach out by May 9th and get that promo cuz that would be really great for people. So Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything with us today. This has been hugely insightful. Thank you for being so vulnerable about your own journey and helping us understand wellness from your coaching perspective, from an OT perspective, somebody who's walked along the journey a little further than some of our listeners hopefully. And, um, and just that encouragement that as a community, we can cheer each other on. I think that's really important because we're all different, but we can make a difference mm -hmm. when we come together. And so you've really given us something to think about today and a great wellness challenge for us to all think about. So thank you so much, Rebecca, for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Bye, Rebecca. Bye. That was such a great way to kick off our wellness series with Rebecca, who comes at the concept of wellness from so many different angles, from this side of just the mental areas of habit changes and mindset shifts that she must have talked about so many times in our interview today, and the physical side of it, the exercise that you know, really meant so much to her running and how it not, was not only, as she said, physical, but it was also very emotional and mental and spiritual for her, but also just eating, right? The physical aspects of eating and her relationship with food and, and just all those different changes of making healthier eating choices. The relational aspects of wellness with her and her husband, how it was her husband, Archie, that kind of got her started in this. And it's because they knew someone and the relationship with that person and also, you know, just the spiritual aspects that this all is a part of. It's all so integrated. And so that is a great way to kick off our wellness series to just talk about all those things. We're going to touch on a lot of different areas of wellness, occupational wellness, what it means to have psychological safety and to feel well-being in your workplaces. We're going to um, talk about all, all different versions of it. But I, I love how for Rebecca and her own occupational wellness, she really loves what she does. She loves being a health coach and she also really enjoys being an OT and working with families, with kids with sensory processing differences, with kids who are on the spectrum, just their families, the caregivers involved in it, and just how all of this is so, so integrated for her in her own occupational wellness. And she's a great example of what it means to do work that you love and to use your work in a way that helps others have wellness too. And I really wanted to have her on the show to help us kick off this series because wellness is such a big conversation 
Rebecca and I both live in Silicon Valley where there's a lot of push um, to just work so hard and you have to because the cost of living in this area is and is totally insane. <laughs> we have the highest property values in the whole U.S. and it's even getting more expensive. Our gas prices are off the charts here and they're even getting higher. And so just working to make life tenable is such a drive and wellness can be one of the many things to go out the window in all areas of our lives. And so with a lot of people going back to the office, there's a lot of changes on what wellness means both in the workplace, but for people personally and in their family relationships, you know, maybe the exercise habits people had prior to going back to the office that, you know, flexibility and work schedules allowed a little bit more for. So people might find themselves going back to the office right now and wondering, how am I going to make this work? And maybe you're a mother. And even though the kids have been back in school, we have COVID cases rising in our district again. So you might be having kids back home again to recover from COVID or because they had an exposure or are waiting to be tested and all those things can really throw moms and dads but often more often than not it's the moms who are bearing the brunt of this whole situation of of just caring for the children and so if you find yourself in that situation you're feeling that overwhelm right now I would just encourage you if uh, Rebecca would be able to serve you and help you in this area to really reach out to her. We're going to link her information, her Instagram account, her Facebook account in the show notes. Obviously, she mentioned that there's a promo between now and May. Uh, sorry, May 9th. <laughs> and so uh, please get that $100 off because it would be really helpful for financial wellness. <laughs> but also as Mother's Day is just around the corner, what a great gift to give a mom in your life, whether it's your own mom, whether it's your spouse, um, a friend of yours that's a mom. Moms have really just had it hard in the last couple of years. It's always hard to be a mom, but we're seeing in the great resignation. A lot of moms are just, it's not tenable to keep this whole thing going, to do a full-time job and also do the whole second shift at home. And when those are both increasing in astronomical ways at the same time, it's just not tenable. And so, and you know, there's the emotional um, load that, that moms carry. So when everybody's struggling with wellness, a lot of times moms are the ones that kind of bear the brunt of that. Not always because personalities are different, these aren't biological difference between male and female. It's just the sociocultural roles that we tend to play because of how society, you know, expects moms to bear the brunt of this more often. And, and so, yeah, as if there was ever a mother's day to care for your mom or someone, you know, that's a mom, this is it. It's been, it's been a hard couple of years. So reach out to Rebecca for some coaching and just let that mom in your life have some chance to give herself some kindness and to care for herself and change those habits. But you also may be like Rebecca's husband, Archie, and the one that says, you know what, I'm going to do this for myself because I want to be a person who cares for myself and cares about wellness. And that that's what, you know, maybe brings your wife along, but please don't pressure her because that's not what mothers need on Mother's Day. (laughs) But um, yes, Rebecca is available to coach men and women And she's just a wonderful person. I highly recommend her. She's a friend and I've seen her walk through some difficult things with such um, hope and such just goodness. She's just a very good person. 
and very authentic and vulnerable and just a great leader. So I would highly recommend her as a coach. She's helped some friends of mine to really get healthy and to get well. And I, I hope that for each of you. So reach out to her wherever you are in the world. Uh, because fortunately, a lot of this coaching can be done virtually. So thank you, Zoom and all the things, FaceTime, all the... No, they do not sponsor this podcast, by the way. <laughs> but thank you for all the, the video chats that we can have to keep our work going in remote ways around the world. So yes, once again, reach out to Rebecca. We're going to link her in the show notes. And I'm very excited about some upcoming guests in this series. So please um, stay tuned for all kinds of unique guests that we're going to have. We're going to have... Um, some really unusual perspectives on wellness in this series. I'm really looking forward to offering these guests to you and the conversations we're going to have. They're going to help us all dig very deep into what it means to have wellness in our lives and our families' lives and our teams' lives at work and just all the spaces where we live and work and play in communities around the world. So in the meantime, as we're talking about this, I really hope you take on her challenge to find that one thing that you really just want to focus on and just just do that. You don't have to do a million things today, but just find that one thing that kind of seems to be the big one and just start taking one step, just one step in the right direction. And over time, you know, those 30 to 60 day markers, like she said, will build a healthier habit for ourselves. And if you are one of those people that struggles with being kind to yourself, I just want to release you from all the negative thoughts in your head right now and just say you deserve wellness and especially our, our World of Difference podcast listeners out there, you are making a difference wherever you are. Many of you are caregivers. You're making huge changes in society, at work, and all the spaces where you live and work and play. And so please take care of yourselves and give yourself the gift of wellness because you being well means so many other people around you can be well too. So hopefully you don't struggle with that, but I know many of us do who are difference makers around the world. So my encouragement to you is just find that one thing, just like she said, and go forward. And I'd love to hear what that is. And if you would love to get on our Facebook group with us, like so many have, please join our Facebook group and let us know what you're doing, that one thing toward wellness. And we'd love to celebrate it with you and cheer you on because that's how we make a difference with each other. In the meantime, thank you for who you are and keep making a difference wherever you are. Bye.
What a raw and honest conversation. It was such an honor to sit there and just be able to listen and learn and begin to understand more about the journey that Paul has walked through and how, you know, there's just some really complicated challenges around some of the issues in the United States and around the world. I I just love how he's written about this in a book in such a creative way. Please pick up Slave No More, Conquering the Master Within. Paul just does a really good job of explaining um, through story uh, in a a very unique way. I think you'll really enjoy the book. And it's exciting to think about somebody like Paul who's just investing in students there in Richmond, Virginia, the way he blogs and helps out fathers to be better fathers, and the way he, I mean, I got to see him interact uh, over Zoom with his little ones, and they're just precious, and to think about somebody like him who's just bringing more goodness into the world and, and trying to do it just one one student at a time, one child at a time, one father at a time. Um, that's the kind of work that it takes, uh, making a difference out there. I know because I'm watching a lot of you out there in the world of Difference podcast community as you're joining in on our Facebook group as well. And I encourage each of you, if you've not had a chance to join, to hop on over to our Facebook group. Um, We have some fun, interesting conversations, and it's just going to increase as we try to dive into more of the nuance around some of our episodes. I'd love to have you stop by and give your two cents worth and help us understand how you're making a difference, how you're doing that in community, wherever you are, because it really does take joining uh, shoulder to shoulder with others out there to to make a difference in the ways that we want to see and and are longing to see in the parts of our world that really desperately need people to make a difference like you out there. So I enjoy watching what you're doing as you post things on social media, as you tell me in person, as you email me. Um, if you want to email us at A World of Difference, um, we have an email address, A World of Difference, and it's D I F F E R E N T S, like different people, <laughs> at gmail.com. Also, once again, we're on Facebook and um, Instagram. At Instagram, we're at A World of As we're finishing this episode, if you're thinking, I really wish I could learn more or go a little bit deeper. Well, that's what our Difference Maker community is for. I would love to welcome you in to join the rest of us there. Once again, um, it's only $5 a month to join the price of a latte at your local coffee shop. You can join at our Changers tier. Difference Makers is a community that really means so much to me. It's very special because each time I have a guest on the show, I record something um, outside of what we give to just the regular podcast audience where we go a little bit deeper and then I post those video episodes in this community and we can discuss them. But also at the very uh, beginning tier, which is our changers tier of this community, you'll get exclusive voting power and help pick podcast topics that give us you know, more of what we want from your perspective. You'll have access to exclusive um, 30 plus mini-sodes that aren't out there for the general public. And you'll get every month an exclusive monthly bonus mini-sode. At our Groundbreakers level, which is $10 a month, you can join and get all of that, but also priority access to submit questions to the podcast. And you'll get an additional two exclusive monthly bonus mini-sodes. And at our Trailblazers tier, which is $15 a month, the price of three lattes a month, um, you can get all of that plus also three exclusive monthly bonus minisodes. 
um, and a patron shout out. So I would love for you to join us at any of those tiers. Um, it'll help you come into this community, be in the midst of all of us, other difference makers. And we'd love to hear your perspective. I certainly would. It's a place to engage more with me and the audience around what you like, what you're resonating with. And once again, go deeper with each of our guests. So please join us in this membership community. I would love to hear your perspective and love to share this extra content with you. So show up at patreon.com slash a world of difference. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.